It's Busy from Busy Living Sober. Happy June. Today is June 1st. It's a beautiful day here outside of Philadelphia. And I hope everybody out there listening is having a wonderful day. Oh my gosh, I was going to talk about today the differences between alcohol and drug abuse and how so many people make not so great choices while they're under the influence. And it's hard to describe what it feels like to be an alcoholic and while you're in your addiction. The decisions that we make. I know that when I was drinking, I made some really bad choices. Now at the time, I didn't think they were bad choices, of course. But I couldn't make a real decision or make a choice because let's face it, I didn't have all my resources at my disposal, meaning I couldn't really think clearly. And fortunately or unfortunately, you know, when we're in our addiction, we're totally selfish, selfish beyond belief. We get behind the wheel of a car. We do things that we wouldn't be proud of or would have chosen to do if we were of our right mind. But we don't think about that because when we are in our addiction, all we think about is that drug or that drink. We don't think about others. We don't think about how our behavior affects others. We only think about ourselves. That's what makes addiction so selfish. It's so about ourselves. Now, when I decided to get sober and they say, or I heard that being an addict makes you a selfish person, I was like, excuse me, I'm not selfish. Are you kidding me? All I do is take care of my kids. I put their needs before mine. How does that make me selfish? I don't get it. I didn't get it. I didn't think that I was selfish. In fact, on the contrary, I was the opposite of selfish. Because let's face it, I didn't do anything for me. I did everything for my kids. But after some time went by and I looked back and really reflected on my behavior, I made a lot of choices that were selfish. When I was young, you know, I'd stay out to whatever hours, even though my parents said be home at 11, I wouldn't show up till one. Did I care? I didn't really hurt anybody. What's the big deal? But now, of course, in hindsight, I look back and think, oh my gosh, my poor parents were waiting up all night for me. That was pretty selfish. Then when I had children, and if I had partaked and drank the night that night and my kids were home, if something had happened, I definitely wouldn't have been of sound mind to drive a car or navigate with the police or do anything because I was in a blackout. So that again was selfish. Because let's face it, if my house had caught on fire, would I have been able to deal 
Probably not. Which again made me selfish. I thought about me. Me, 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 me. Addiction is a disease that's all about us. It's all about the person. And while we're in it, we can't see it. We can't. Unfortunately, fortunately, it just is the case. And I can say that when I read that, um, or I saw on the news, that Tiger Woods had been arrested for DUI, and they flashed his mugshot all over the news and, you know, all these reports of him staggering and the way he looked and everything else. And then he was arrested for a DUI. Of course, the following day it came out that his breathalyzer was 0.0 and his blood alcohol, you know, was 0.0 and it wasn't alcohol that he was on. He then came out and said that he was actually on prescription drugs that were prescribed from his doctor for his back pain. Now, is that better than being drunk? I I don't know, because obviously if you can't maneuver your car correctly and you don't have the right, if you're not in the right frame of mind to be able to drive a car and you can't operate the car and move the car in the way it's supposed to be operated, then I think that's kind of selfish to get behind the wheel, right? I mean, that isn't probably what he would do given if he were sober. And of course, my first thought was, why wouldn't he have a driver? Why wouldn't he call Uber or get a taxi? Because in the state he was in, all he could think about was him. It's so cunning, baffling, and powerful, this disease. And when we are using drugs or drinking, we don't make great choices. Our choices are that you know, I want to get home and I'm going to drive my car and I don't care. But when we get behind the wheel of a large automobile, it weighs whatever, how many tons. It's kind of like walking around with a gun blindfolded and just shooting and praying you don't hit anybody. By the grace of God, he didn't hurt anyone. He hurt himself in the end because now... If you Google Tiger Woods, the first thing that comes up is the DUI, not his accomplishments in golf. That's the unfortunate thing. I pray for his sake that he gets help. And I do feel badly about his bodily, his body is actually failing him and his back is no longer working the way it did when he was younger and when he was winning all the tournaments. But now he's left with him. And I'm sure feelings of remorse, sadness, regret. But what can he do? Nothing. Except for change. And sometimes it takes things like getting arrested or being fired or getting hurt that make one change. But we don't change unless we want to change. I've said this numerous times on my podcast. It's like, you know, all these people may want someone to change. You might love the person so much and desire for them to change so badly, but it doesn't really matter. Nothing really matters until 
we want to change. The person has to want to change. Something has to be enough for the person to say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of doing this and I want to change. But change takes work. It takes dedication. It takes, oh my gosh, wanting to live a life that sometimes may seem boring and you may have thoughts that you don't like, but you have to endure because change is hard. Life isn't easy. Let's face it. It's difficult. And we're all, everyone is given challenges. It doesn't matter who we are. No one comes through this life, I believe, unscathed. But it's just how do you want your life to be? For me, I couldn't deal with it anymore, right? I couldn't deal with drinking anymore. I just wasn't getting me anywhere. I hated myself. I literally hated myself. I couldn't look in the mirror. And I wanted to change. And it was hard. And it's still sometimes hard. Life isn't easy, as I just said. But it's like I have to deal. I have to deal with feelings. And I don't mean feelings of hot and cold. I mean feelings of regret. Feelings of shame. Feelings of happiness. Feelings of elation. Feelings of change. Change is hard for people. It is hard to change. It is hard to change habits. And it's hard to learn new ones. And if you're out there and you want to change, you can change each day. We can't change next year. We can't change next week. We can't change tomorrow. We can only change today, this minute. It's minute by minute. And we judge ourselves so harshly. Oh my gosh. It's debilitating the way we, do, we judge ourselves. It's horrible. And we look at how others judge us, but in fact, it's more important the way we judge ourselves. And when we have this disease, it's time to stop judging ourselves. And if you have to sit there all day and say, I like myself, I like myself, I like myself, look in the mirror and say, I like myself, then do it. If you have to put a post-it note on your rear view mirror or on your computer or on your desk or on your refrigerator that says, I love me, it works if you do this. I promise. For me, I still have a post-it note that says, I love Elizabeth, as corny as that may sound. But I have to do that each day. I have to read that I love Elizabeth because given time, I'm going to go in my head and I'm going to have self-pity. I'm going to have doubt. I'm going to have shame. I'm going to have regret. And where does that get me? Nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. I have to love me. And I have to love me before I can truly love anybody else. This disease we have is selfish. It's cunning. It's powerful. But we can change. It just takes some effort. It takes effort to change whatever it is you want to change. If it's like you want to give up sugar or you want to give up, you know, eating carbs, whatever it may be. It takes time to learn new tools. 
So get out there and learn some new tools that work for you. But realize that when we're in our addiction, we are selfish. Because all we think about is when we can get our next high. And rather than thinking about when we're going to get our next high, maybe it's time to realize that it's time to go out there and figure out how can I feel happy with me not being high? How can I like me just plain and simple me? As boring as that may sound, how can I find that I'm going to just like me today? So I challenge you to go out there today and find something that you like about yourself. And if it's just today, say, I love me. I love me, even if it's a lie. Because eventually you'll start believing it. I promise you. Now till next week, get out there and get busy living. And uh, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach me at busy at busylivingsober.com. Check out my website at busylivingsober.com. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. And I'm on Pinterest. But please reach out and know that you're not alone. You are not alone. And you can change. It is possible. I promise. Have a great day and a great weekend and a great week. And I'll talk to you all next week. Until then, again, keep getting busy living sober.